there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Word to your mother. And here we go. Here we go. It's two cool moms. Are we doing like a real clap thing? I don't hey, even, you. I don't know. We were really cool moms in that moment. Did your mom give good high fives? We'll talk about it in a minute. Hey, yeah, everybody. Hey. I am Joe Gatto. I'm Steve Byrne. And welcome to another episode of Two, two Cool Moms. moms. <laughs> we should do a Z on the end. That'd be hip. Two Cool Moms. It's what the kids do. Yeah. And we're pretty cool moms, so we want to be with the kids, yeah, so we're going to put the Zs on. That went yeah. through some Zs. Exactly. Yeah. And it also, this podcast guess what's everyone to sleep so to be on brand <laughs> <laughs> we're here in boston at uh after after all is that the name of this place after all after all audio uh, our friends up here in boston hooked us up we had played the wilbur last night that's right um which was a very very fun time the boston fans we had a good time after all audio which is uh, i've never performed next to a super cuts in a strip mall before <laughs> in a studio so this is very exciting we literally walked through a barber shop into the back room yes and they said come in here and we were like yeah. fine everything should be fine and, and then we sat down and, and everything was fine this is a beautiful studio well there was a cockfight in here about 20 minutes ago but, yeah i know i lost 40 bucks uh so did you ever um went with your mom okay i want to ask yeah. you this i thought about this the other day okay did you ever get lost in a store when you were younger oh, of course no no but yeah. like 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 your mom had to like try to find you well there was a oh god there was a, a like a department store in new jersey called two guys okay I don't know if this was an East Coast thing, but it, it, it had closed down years after, but whatever, I, I got lost in this, it was like a department store. Okay. And not only did I get lost, but they had a um, a big like centerpiece um, glass display thing or whatever, and guess who broke it? You broke the display? Yeah, I, w I must have been three or four years old. Oh, that young. Up and like... This, I, not the whole thing came down, yeah. but I, I broke an integral part of this glass structure. That's their fault. Yeah. <laughs> they shouldn't have that accessible to three, four-year-olds. What are you doing? That's not. That's just not good design. But you heard clank, 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 crash, and then it's like, oh, um, where's my son? And then come over, and I'm in tears, and of course I, you know, I oh. broke it. So that that was uh, that was the one time I got lost oh that I remember. Like I, I don't remember the memory, but I remember my mom and dad telling me that uh yeah you broke something at two guys and, um, <laughs> but uh yeah i yeah. mean when my kids get lost it's like you, you, your instant thing is like amber alert amber yeah, alert where are they where are they stole my children and they're just yeah. right around the corner yeah, yeah. but how about I, you i got left at ss kresge's uh department what? store in staten island in 1985 so departments okay yeah in 1985 me and my sister uh we always used to play hide and go seek and, yeah. and there was my mom shop for discount uh knockoff clothing sure and i went that's where i get to, my material yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and i went to the i we used to play hide and seek and i was hiding and my sister was in the seeking, department store in the department store and they had those like circular racks that you could go in oh, and i was in yeah. one of them, but they, the, the store had like 40 of them yeah you know, it was just this massive place and i went in one and my mom and my sister my sister like got bored she couldn't find me right and i'm thinking i'm winning and <laughs> they left no and they go home no. <laughs> and my Wait, mom is getting out of the car with my sister and she's like my mom says to my sister i feel like i forgot something <laughs> and my sister goes oh, joey <laughs> and my mom gets back in the car tears ass i don't know any of this by the way yeah i think i'm crushing hide and go seek <laughs> which i was if you're on paper yeah right she comes back about 15 20 minutes later yeah she comes in the store she's screaming for me joey joey and i'm like and i come out and i'm like i like come out of the thing and she's like what she starts beating me in the middle of Christ, like, like it was my fault. She's like, course, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. You yeah, don't yeah. do that. You scared, you scared me to death. And I'm like, 
I was playing hide and go seek. This is not the way to win. So I really wanted to know if I won. And like, how is it? Like, I don't know. Like, I didn't even know what I did wrong. Yeah. I was nine years old. And I thought I won. Yeah. I'll tell you this. My, my, um, you know, my, my Korean family, my mom had all the relatives come stay with us. We were like this anchor family. So one by one, families were staying with us. And we had like 19. Illegally or illegally? Uh, maybe both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But the paperwork was situated, my father, because, yeah. you know, with the military and all this stuff. Yeah, so so they're staying with us. And and because there was an influx of so many people, there was 12 people, I think, at the beginning living with us. Really? And so when we went to New York Airport and picked everybody up, uh, we all got in the car and left. And then my dad's like, hmm, I just, oh, my God. And he w- circled back. We left my brother, Will. No. At the, at the airport, my brother was crying and sitting with there with security. And he, oh, he really outed him. your dad, though. He and really then, he, he really bitched out. <laughs> You're right. He was like, my dad, he left me. And everybody's judging your father. At least I, I just stood my ground. This is before, like, you know, child protection services right? and everything. <laughs> but then a week later, we all went grocery shopping. And again, like my dad's driving away and he's like, hmm, I think I'm just forget." And then circle back and my brother is there at the grocery store, like at the cashier crying again. And, he, and he's like, and in my, in my, in my, in my head, this is what I picture. But, but he did say this. He's like, daddy, do you love me? <laughs> my dad's like, well, son, it's complicated. <laughs> I mean, he's trying to send a message. <laughs> yeah, go, go. You never forget Steve. <laughs> That's right, yeah. That's right. Yeah. There you go, buddy. Um, but yeah, yeah I, have you had a close call with cl- losing? No, I, my, my kids are pretty good. Like, they're kind of attached to me. But we're right. like, when we go to, I always feel like we go to a lot of amusement parks, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's where it's going to happen because they just start so going. Much but I just went, <clears throat> I just went apple picking uh, with the kids, and <laughs> it was such a shit show. So we go, we go apple picking, and there's like a path. And yeah. it's early in the season, so there's only like you know two orchards that really have fruit on. By them. the way, apple picking is only something you do with your kids. It's the worst. It's like it's the worst. stupidest activities. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. You like can go to a you... grocery store. The work is done. Like, what are you doing? Why am I outsourcing this? It's outsourced. If you call like a, yeah. if you're dating, right? You're like. <laughs> Hey Jenny, I, I thought we could do something fun today. She's like, Yeah, what are we gonna do, baby? He's like, Well, I said I got us a reservation. We're gonna go apple picking. It's like, Well, you, shut the fuck up, <laughs> pussy. I gotta date a man. Click. <laughs> like apple picking. That's shit I, you do with you your kids. Kn- so. You know that call's coming. You know that call's coming for pumpkin picking. You know the call's coming for apple picking. I yeah. just wait for Bessie to be like, Hey, it's time to take the kids to do this stupid fucking activity. We're gonna go buy baked goods. That are completely overpriced. Jellies and jams were never going to open. <laughs> locally sourced honey bullshit. Like all, all this stuff, right? That's what's going to happen. And I'm going to be out $250. The kids are going to be sunburnt and crying. And that's your afternoon. Like, can't we just, why don't you just fucking punch Everybody's me in the dick crying and I'll give you $200 yeah. and everything's fine? Like, but we, so we go have a big dick. Yeah. Ready for this shit show. I'm yeah. not even exaggerating one ounce of this. Yeah. We get there. My son Remington loves sunglasses, always wears his sunglasses, yeah. needs his sunnies, right? Anybody named Remington. And he's Rebo's got to wear sunglasses yeah. at night. <laughs> he does. So yeah. he's got his sunglasses on. We go into the, you know, the bake shop because we have to go buy our apple bag. $35 for an apple bag. No, come on. Yeah. For an apple bag. It was basically a grocery bag. $35. Oh, we, we're not even in the apples yet. We're 35 deep. Let me tell you. Uh, let me tell you some scams I ran here. I'll yeah. tell you some things. Okay? I'll, okay. I'll give you a little bit of knowledge. It's like you're running this place. It is. Right. So I go in, $35. Yeah. Buy me the bag. Great. So I'm paying for the bag. And then they say, oh, you know, they have the hand sanitizer. And they say, you know, clean your hands before you. Yeah. So Bessie goes and pushes the hand sanitizer. Remo had his sunglasses off. And it, it is clogged and directly shoots right into my son's eyeball. Right into his eyeball. It's like throwing a fistful of alcohol in his eye. He starts screaming. It's his first 
worst experience with a bukkake. Sir, <laughs> this is what it's like. It was pure though, so it was clean. So, <laughs> so he's like screaming bloody murder. Right. I'm like, oh my god! So we finally and Remo's like one of those kids. Like if he gets off kilter, it's done. Like the day's over. Like he's right, right, right. But we yeah. actually we get him back. He did a good job. Okay, we put his sunglasses back on. We start. Did walking. it sting or anything? It, or was did, it? it stung. It was completely like it was. Ah, it was shit. all red. So I'm just like throwing water in his eye to flush him. Yeah. So he, but he he held it together, right? So now we head to the orchards, right? There's two rows of trees that have some stuff on them. So we're walking, and Milana is like adventurous, right? So she yeah. starts going, and then she, I'm with Remo because of his eyeball, and Milana goes off path, right? And then she starts screaming bloody murder, and I'm like, what the? F-? And I run around, I'm what like, now? what's the matter? I'm like, she got stung by a bee, she's getting eaten by wolves. I don't know what's happening. I can't find that. And those are the two options I thought: <laughs> bees or wolves. <laughs> so <laughs> I run around the corner, and she is wrapped up to her upper thighs in thorns. These thorn oh, vines. She just uh, went off the path and got all jacked up. So now I'm like, oh shit, and. If we're going to be honest with each other, my first thought was like, oh, how do I get them off of without hurting myself? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not getting bricked. I was yeah. like, I don't know, shit, I'm getting in. Because if like, she's in there, that's like a Chinese finger trap. It was, it's like, it. it's wrapped around. It's going to dig in. There's, you can't pull her up. You can't write. So I have to get in there. So now yeah. I'm going, and she's just screaming and saying, daddy, help out. So now I'm pulling. She's all scratched up. And now she's like, Harry, and now Remo's got the eyeball. She, I'm there 10 minutes. By the way, are the apple orchard people like, <laughs> just get the lawyers on the phone. The Gatto kids. just <laughs> They're here. They're here. We're going to have two lawsuits. 10 yeah. minutes. Oh. 10 minutes we're there okay so now we go downstairs okay now i'm like all right we're trying to make it fun we fill up the apple bag yeah okay i go to the car i empty the apple bag in the back we go back out i fill it again only paid the 35 dollars once that's between <laughs> me and you <laughs> and i'm like i'm getting my fucking money's worth that's here. right yeah okay so we go get some more we go into the market we so buy the next two shit. weeks you're like we, bake pie we have you want some apple strudel you want some apple chips we dried them out there's it's like joe so what's many going apples on with the apples at my house yeah. there's so many apples in my house it's obnoxious yeah there's an obnoxious amount of apples at my house. No oranges. But you got you to gotta bang through those pretty I quick. Did, I do, yeah. We, you yeah. Know, my son loves apples, too, so it's great. Every day for snack in the bag, he's like, enough yeah. with the apples. <laughs> we baked a couple apple pies. The best. They're great. Homemade apple pies. So that, so that was my experience yeah. there when I left. And I was like, I'm never going to go apple picking again. Like... Why would it? Why, why would anybody? And, and the worst is when you bring your kids to an event like that. It's like literally bringing. It's like flying. It's like you're dating somebody and you go to Hawaii and you've been fighting the whole time. Yeah. It's like you're fighting in paradise. It's like why do we do this? Why we could have just yeah. fought at home. Oh, fights on vacation are the worst. Ah. Oh. 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 Vacation fights are the worst. Nothing worse than And then you try to like give each other like the silent treatment or it's like you're not talking but you're in the same freaking little bedroom and it's gorgeous. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're ruining yeah. this and it just gets you madder because <laughs> it's like everything's been ruined. Well, usually it's like us that paid for it too. It's like, yeah. I'm glad I paid for this. This is great. <laughs> awesome. I'm going to get drunk at Chili's tonight yeah, because this, of you. Fi- this fight has been sponsored by Steve Burns. <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah. So what do, you, what do you have on the docket for the kids? Is, is there like, is there truly like... The the destination that's foolproof for you guys that always it's just like this is this is our yeah. jam. Well, we're going to Disney for the first time. I'm taking them to Disneyland in October. Oh, is the California one? California one, yeah. Because Disney I grew World up is Florida. I always mess it up. I go to land because I grew up going to land. My grandparents lived there, so we used to go there. And then uh, Bessie's from California, so she always liked that one better. And it's also smaller and easier, especially at this age. Yeah. So we're going for the first time, which will be fun. But uh, uh, definitely home run. Mm-hmm. You want to come with Daddy? Let's go do something fun. Target. Target. Really. It's the kids go bonkers for that shit. They love it in the toy aisle. They love but, not even but, a toy aisle. No, no. The, the the clothes, the little like so we buy a t shirt. Like we make all the stops. I let them buy one t shirt. We go and buy yeah. one t shirt. Right then we go over to produce and they get to pick their snack. 
to go to the uh, snack. Oh, you make it yeah, a thing. I make okay. a thing. But we do pop by the toy aisle, of course, but I go to the discount toy aisle sometimes. <laughs> I go, because they don't know the difference. I go, guys, whatever you want here, 99 cents. In the go back, ahead. right? Yeah. That's it. I'm like, they they're go. like, look at these. No, don't worry about end caps. We don't fall in end caps, us gatos. I know the scam. I've been in retail a long time. <laughs> the end caps. Yeah, and then we go get a book. Yeah, we do. Like, that's why I like Get a it. good read-in. We get a good read-in, yeah. My, my kids really love that, and they love the supermarket. They love the supermarket. Really? My kids, yeah, it's great. Well, they love food because of me, I guess. <laughs> my kids hate the supermarket. Really? You know what my kids hate? Mm. Pizza. I'm like, whose they're, they're children not, first are of all, you? They're not your children. Yeah. I, I want a paternity don't. test right now. I want just, <laughs> I want just to prov- provide proof. I want Maury Povich wow. to show up at dinner. I want a manila folder. I want a, ma- I want a manila folder. You are not the father. <laughs> um, yeah, they. I, I love pizza, and it's probably a good thing, I guess, for me, that they don't want to go all the time because I oh, mean you just have so much every day for I remember when you guys came to the house and we you had you guys over we ordered pizza one of your favorite pizzas ever oh, the, right Phil's yeah. right What's the, it called? Phil's right and they have the uh, they have the grandma a la vodka Sicilian uh, the drunken grandma slice Sicilian with oh, penne vodka sauce they put the, 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 oh, so good the vodka sauce on top yes, of it yeah on top Instead of the melted of cheese and sauce. the burnt crisps and you loved it uh, but your kids didn't eat we had to order something different for your kids because they weren't going to eat butter. pizza yeah that's right oh those that's it. metagons <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> can't believe that. Oh. You know what? They're, they're, Our they're, kids can't be friends. <laughs> they're, they're not good eaters. I'm not. They're I'm not, not gonna lie. They 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 like their chicken tenders, pasta with butter. Yeah, and they really don't experiment with much. They all. I, I will say this. They like sushi, which is crazy. Really? Well, yeah. it's on brand. <laughs> yeah, my kids like pasta. There we go. Right. Yeah, there we go. All right, should we take our first hop in? Thank there you, everyone, go. who's been submitting the two cool moms. Hey, guys, you guys have been subscribing. Thank you so much, and uh, lots of fans coming out to the shows, seeing us yeah. on the road. It's been really nice. So, thank you for the. Yeah, and I, I, I saw Joe's tour schedule. Which <laughs> look, even as a where's the camera? Even as a professional comedian, I I am blown away. <sighs> At your tour schedule. Yeah. It is... If you live in America, I'm going to come see you. <laughs> it is incredibly impressive, the fact that... Here's the thing that I, I, I'm in awe about. Uh, sorry to get sidetracked. I'm in awe about your bandwidth, your energy level. It's one thing to go up and do a show. Like, I'll go up and headline. You do an hour show, right? And you're... That enough, I think, at our age, you're kind of like, I'm a little spent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you, there's times where, like, oh, I got a second show on Friday or Saturday. Like, oh, God, I, I wish that was it because it was so fun. You're doing not only a show, uh, on your calendar, you're hitting city upon city upon city upon city. You're not just going into a city and just doing a weekend there, which is the normal routine for most comedians. You're going, bouncing from market to market to market. The travel takes a toll on you, waking up and getting out there, the arrangements, all that stuff. And then on top of the show, you're also meeting, you know, close to 200 people. That's a whole nother type of performance i think or or just bandwidth and just to know the the love and adoration people give you you're giving it right back but i i think that you're performing almost in like two different types of performance yeah yeah and i'm not saying that it's not being genuine when you're meeting people whatever but well you tap into a different part of yourself right i see it on the sides i'm like jesus christ i mean the 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 meet and greets are longer than the shows yeah yeah and i think that there are they're you know, also arguably better for people. <laughs> <laughs> but what I find fascinating is that you, the engagement you have with folks and and the fact that they're willing to be so vulnerable and open up and and within meeting somebody within seconds they're they're telling you things you would never hear 
on a plane from somebody like, hey, how are you? What do you do for a living? Right. Uh, you know, you married. It, it's just like they're cutting right to the most significant emotionally aspect of their life and sharing it with you. Yeah. And almost like, uh, I don't know, to me, I, I stand off to the sidelines like I, I'm just... I'm so impressed at how you, uh, you've had years of, of practice of this, yeah. but to just, to carry the weight sometimes of the gravity of these situations. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 so, it still boggles my mind every time what you hear and stuff, and it never, it's never lost on me, mm-hmm. and I, I, we talk about being a fan of people and being able to meet people that I was fans of. Sure, yeah. And just those interactions and knowing how precious those are. And just knowing these moments for them, especially when it's like younger kids too, or, you know, even, mm-hmm. but even like anybody that's been through anything, because I've been through a lot, been sure. there for people and been that way. But it's just, you can't help but be like just humbled by what you've done for people. Right, right. And everybody is just honestly just so nice about it too like, yeah. and they open up about shit that I was like oh my god like you know what you're saying to a stranger because I'm a stranger right they see me on a TV they of don't course, know me yeah, yeah. and they're coming in and tell me these really you know they feel details. so comfortable, feel comfortable. Telling you. so that means just it's a little bit like I'm not going to waste this opportunity for these people to be there for them sure. in a different way now which is really cool but I, I'm having so much fun getting back and just meeting the fans you know it just but even fun. last night at the Wilbur <laughs> to to see you go up in front of 2,000 people again I, I I hearken back to the first time we did stand-up together and it was in Wisconsin correct yeah Appleton Appleton Wisconsin and you were so nervous and going over the notes and everything yeah. and just the joy and euphoria in your face after you came off stage like wow I did it mm-hmm. wow and then to go from that that'll always be my my mile marker the the pendulum swing starts there and then to go to wilbur where you're in front of two thousand people and the first thing you said this morning was like that that might be one of my top three and to sit there and to just watch you kind of glide in now and the growth from appleton to wilbur it's fucking astounding and not to sorry to to swear but but to just see you hold court i think as justin said yeah you're so comfortable up there, but you're also delivering like a top-notch headlining performance oh, for an bro. hour straight. Yeah, because I was. You, I love how you always sound so surprised. <laughs> I, I just think it's such a short amount of time, though. It really is. You're like, how are you doing this? But uh, you think about it. You yeah, went from the club sure. experience. Well, Appleton picking. Which is not good, <laughs> right? I went from fucking the wrapped up in the thorns and getting fucking Purell in my eye, and then here I am at the Wilbur. You know what I'm saying? God damn, you're great. But <laughs> but to go from the club experience right. even and, yeah. and do a theater, that's a big transition to make in terms of performance. How you deliver that performance, you, yeah. you almost kind of got to slow it down a bit. And we were talking this morning, but you 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 almost seem more comfortable in the bigger experience. I like room. To I like the, being able to use my body. I like being able to take steps. I, a small yeah. stage, I feel like a caged animal. Like, I just I just love being able to, like, I, I you know, sometimes I'll just move my body funny and then people will laugh and I'll just do it again and they laugh harder and I'm like, oh, my, my body's funny. It's a comedic weapon. You yes. know, I want to have it on holster. You know well, what i You've saying? been using it all your life, but, yeah. but then the accentuation of everything that you're talking yeah. about and, and yeah, like you said, it's it's posture. Yeah. All these little things you do. But it's so the funny. And and it's so funny in the meet and greet too that people are like, "Wow, you were so funny." And I was like, and I'm always like, "Thank you." But at the same time, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know what people come to expect because right, they don't know me as a stand up. They don't know what my one man exactly, show is going to yeah. be like, right? So to see people actually be impressed that it's fun and funny yeah. and hear the crowds laugh like that, it's kind of like. 
it, it kind of feels like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't disappoint people. <laughs> like, they were coming out like, oh, I guess we'll go see him. Maybe he'll yell Larry. <laughs> you know, like, right, right, yeah, right? yeah. And then they leave and have, like, all that experience. That really feels... But it's a better show yeah. than most stand-up comics, to be honest with you. Oh, like, to, to, to see the care you put in, you're always going over your notes, you're a total pro, you have some engagement, you talk and acknowledge the crowd, which some comics just come in, A to Z, you're getting bread and butter, yeah. we're out of here. But you actually, like, care... About the performance, I, I I think if people knew the preparation that goes into your performance, uh, it all pays off. But yeah. that's probably why, because they're like, oh, I, I I was paying to see. There's sometimes people pay. I was having a conversation with somebody the other day. People pay to see, like, uh, people. There's sometimes people pay to see a, a comic or celebrity they know, right? Like they're paying to see Bert Kreischer. They're right. paying to see Sebastian, but. People pay to hear Chappelle. People pay to hear Chris Rock, right? right? And so I think when people pay to see you, they're paying to see you. Right. Joe Gatto from the Joe, oh, we're going to go. This is going to be great, right? right? And they see you, and the adulation comes out the first five minutes, and then they're listening to you. It's like, oh, wow. Yeah. He's got something to say here. So I think that they're impressed that they pay to see you, but they're paying to hear you, I think, is what they're leaving with, going like, wow, that was really yeah. a great story, and you're hitting all the beats, and there's heart to there, and you're talking about your family. I, I think it's all there. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sorry we got sidetracked off no, that thing. No, that's I, fine. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. I, yeah. That's my my compliment in terms of explaining I, what. And the well-crafted hour that you had just put together that I had the uh, the, the privilege of <laughs> directing, right? Well, what I just said to you in the yeah. car yesterday, and on, uh, when, when we were together yesterday, I was like, it was unbelievable to see. Like, it feels like nothing I've ever seen in a comedy special. I love it. Well, thank you. Tell. It's going to be great. I can't and wait for everybody to Thank you for being a part it. of it, man. Yeah, I really made it special. You, <laughs> I mean, you're welcome. You Real did man. make it special, though. No, I know. I mean, <laughs> you're telling me. Like, I know. It would have been shit without me. So. Well, you need somebody to helm. Of course. And you had me the best that there is in the business. <laughs> the <laughs> confidence of you swigging. You're hydrating after your own performance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I really, uh, really me. tied that shit together. That could have fell apart at any moment. <laughs> thank, thank you for showing up to my taping is really what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. This is, Let's get into it. These are uh, queries from the fans that need some help. They reach out to the Two Cool Moms. Thanks for sending over your questions on Instagram at Two Cool Moms Pod. Yeah, and by the way, thank you for the engagement uh, after the shows. Yeah, of so Knowledge in the podcast. So thanks for everybody for listening and we appreciate it. So here we go. This is coming to us from Cheryl. Hi, Joe and Steve. I did not have a cool mom. My mom was distant and neglectful and this, and this left me with great difficulty in connecting with people throughout my life. I'm 46 now. Never had children because I didn't want to repeat this pattern. I still struggle with relationships. I had friends as a kid, although I usually only had one or two at a time. I never had trouble finding men, although my relationships have all had strains due to emotional issues. Therapy hasn't helped much. Today, all of my quote-unquote friends are no closer than acquaintances. How do you guys go about connecting with people, and how do you know when you've connected? Thanks, mamas. Sure, that's a, that's a, that's a deep question. That's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> our ability to form relationships is definitely... We definitely repeat patterns, right, from when you're younger, how you make friends and whatnot. Sure. But the problem when you get older is that the environments in which you are supposed to make friends gets fewer and further between, right? Right. Schools are done, right? High school right, is right. done. College is done, right? So now you're in the real world. So what do you have? You have work friends who are just acquaintances unless you decide to make it further. Sure. Which is probably slim to none. You know, you get maybe one or two of those in your life. Yeah. Um, 
And then the other way that you get it is common interest. Right. Right. You meet people who are fans of things or friends of things. I hear that all the time actually with uh, me. It's like, you know, I made this is one of my best friends. I met at one of your shows and they're friends for years now. There's yeah. groups of people. Yeah. So I really think that when you need and you get into the 40s, because I'm at the same age now and I'm still making friends to this day. But when you're in your 40s, I think it's through common interest. I think you need yeah. to explore common interest. Like, what do you like? What do you thoroughly enjoy? And use the Internet, use, you know, meetup groups, use anything at your disposal there. Um, and I really think the main thing for me is you could turn a click when you click with somebody mm -hmm. into a friendship, but it takes yeah. work. That click could just fall away. You could sure. just be like, oh, we clicked and it was nice. And oh, yeah. And, and unless you invite that person out to go see a movie or go have coffee or do something. Yeah. You need to, you need to, you need to water that seed. Yeah. And I think as we get older, our enthusiasm for that part of the process dies. I feel like you need to make a conscious effort to be like, okay, because what you're doing here too is like you're in your message, Cheryl, what you're doing right here is you're giving yourself an out, you're copping out. That, okay, all that happened. That yeah. was it. But you don't want it to be that way, so it doesn't have right. to be that way. Stop. Stop letting that be the reason why you don't have friends. Now, go forward and do something about it. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. If you're getting to the root of it, it's like, you know, it's easier said than done, obviously, because sure. you've been through therapy. But you, you don't want to let the relationship you had with your distant mm -hmm. uh, mother ruin the rest of your life of course yeah and you don't want it to have an impact on the relationships or or distrust you have in everybody else which is obviously what she's doing so i i when when you were talking about that i i, I that was my instinct to go to like what's a common interest because nowadays with the internet everybody can can right. find a group a hub a a a group chat even, and I, I was watching this documentary on the 501st Legion or whatever, and it's a bunch of Star Wars fans that love, like, uh, cosplay. And so they teach each other how to craft and graft. My nephew, my nephew just told me about them, about learning, and they go, they go to, they go to, uh, like, hospitals and, and visit and stuff. It's yeah. like a charitable organization they do stuff to. It's awesome. It's so cool. Yeah. And then I had seen some... Because I'd, I'd mentioned it, now it's in my like my algorithm on Instagram, and so I I follow this guy that you he's in his workshop and he's like literally just molding pieces, and it's amazing work and the detail and everything. And then these guys meet up every year at Star Wars Celebration, and and I was like, man, that looks so cool. And if I had the free time, I'd love to learn how to do something like that. But then the the common ground they all share, and they're all going out and they're hanging out and stuff. I was like, man, that's so cool. That would that'd be great. And one of my best friends I got to meet, Joel Osborne, was because of our appreciation of uh, Oasis. Ah. He was uh, <clears throat> the road manager for The Amazing Jonathan and playing Oasis during the pre-show. I go, who's picking out these tunes? He's like, oh, that's me. And then we started trading bootlegs ah. and then a, a true friendship. And I talk to Joel twice a week and he lives in Australia. That's crazy. And I see him once a year yeah. and he is literally And one how of my old best were you friends. when you started being friends with him? I was in my 20s. 20s, right? Late yeah, 20s. for sure. Yeah. And I had my core friends, but yeah. it's just somebody that just kept coming through and and uh, I, I'm just so appreciative of Joel. And there's a handful of people over the course of my life, like I'm so glad I met that have always been their bedrock. Yeah. But I, I would find it to be just so disheartening if Cheryl didn't open herself up to finding just, you know, at least one or two solid friends. All you yeah. need is one. Well, right? yeah. What, what the other thing is, they all to be acquaintances. You know, it's heartbreaking. That is. I mean, you know, and, and Cheryl, are you the problem? Let's all let's have a look in the mirror. Okay. <laughs> Does nobody want to be friends with you because you're a capital B? 
I mean, work on the toot. Maybe you're unlikable. Okay, I'm not afraid to say it to you over the internet. Sure. Now listen to me. Bad cop, good cop. <laughs> listen, you have something to give. You're, you're somebody special. You're here for a reason. What that reason is, I don't know. Joe thinks you could be a capital B. <laughs> I think the capital B stands for beautiful. If so I get may. out there and show your real self. If I may. Okay. Yep. Go ahead. Please. Back to you. We don't know what you have to give. Could be shit. Okay. <laughs> and no one wants to be your friend because you're a horrible person. So then what? Now what, Cheryl? What are we going to do about it now? Okay. I want you to look deep in your eyes. I want you to look deep in your eyes in that mirror and just do a little bit of searching and be like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Because it's you, Cheryl. We all know it's you. Cheryl, back to me. <laughs> I disagree. I think you are a spark in somebody's life. And I'll tell you what, here's the ultimate test. Walk into a dog kennel, okay? If you walk into a dog kennel and all the dogs turn around and lay down and don't even look at you, yeah, then you're a shit person, as Joe's making out to be. Mm -hmm. But I guarantee there's one puppy that's going to curl up on that fence and look at you, give you the eyes, mm -hmm. and you're going to have a connection. And that connection means there's somebody out there waiting to be connected with. If I may. Yes, Cheryl. Back to you. He called you a spark. You may be a dumpster fire. <laughs> and I want to say this to you. He pulled in dogs. And that's not fair because he knows how to hit me in the heart. <laughs> and I will say this. If a dog likes you, Cheryl, I stand corrected. <laughs> because they know good people. And Cheryl, I think you're one of them. And this puppy is wagging his tail at you. And I love you, Cheryl. Okay? That was a little bit of reverse psychology. You're not a piece of shit like I made you out to be. You're a good person. Now yeah! get out there and make some friends. Go get him, Cheryl. Go get him, Cheryl. We Woo! love you. Cheryl. Woo! I will say one last thing, though, yes. about this. I was completely, I take all that back. You're terrible, Cheryl. <laughs> no, no. no, I will say this. I will say this. If yeah. uh, you, The other thing people make the mistake of is you think you're going to go out there and meet your best friends. You're not. Mm -mm. It, it, it's a progress. It's a process, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to make friendships, try little things here and there. I said, so Cheryl, I need, you need to know that uh, with, uh, you know, friendships are, they run the gamut, right? You have friends that are best friends, sure. lifelong friends, but you have friends that you talk about stranger things with, and that's sure. really your relationship. Or, you know, somebody that you were just see at a certain activity or whatnot. So those, yeah. those, everyone doesn't have to be a best friend, but it, all friendships start with a stranger. And I think that's the biggest thing to remember. That's right. And if they have candy... Take it. That <laughs> go right in that van and just become besties because Roll nothing bad ever happened yeah. to someone who accepted candies and went to a van. Better hang out with somebody even for ten minutes before you die <laughs> than nobody at all. Listen, right? rubbing a yeah. dungaree doesn't make you a bad person. <laughs> okay, all right, Cheryl, all the best to you. Good luck to you, love. Yeah. All right, this is coming to us from Jillian. Okay, and it's a dude. Okay. Not how many Jillians do you know that Gillian. are? This is with a J. Yeah, that's how he pronounces it. Oh, is it, is it pronounced Gillian? Gillian. With a J? Yeah, it's like from Belfast. He's right. Really? Yeah, it's from Scott. Okay. Never. Did you guys ever hear that? I never heard of that. Okay. Yeah, it's Gillian. Okay. I just think when I see Gillian, I think well, it's a girl. You're mispronouncing it. And, okay. okay. And you're worried about gender and you know what, fucking, what we're doing now. So let's, it's Gillian. Uh, did, you hear about my new, two, did you hear about my new podcast called Two Cool Strangers? It's me and Cheryl. <laughs> Anyways, oh, it should be two shit strangers because Cheryl's on. <laughs> Checkmate. Oh, Cheryl, you know I'm kidding. There we go. All right. Okay. This is coming to us from Gillian. Uh, Mommy. I can't believe that you bought that. I have no idea how to pronounce it. Oh, fuck. Are you serious? <laughs> I have no idea how to pronounce the name. Gillian, look at me. You really went you for that are one. A real oh, piece of work. I dragged you. I dragged no, you. You are one. very convincing. I love you, buddy. How are you not a lawyer? 
In another life, you should yeah, be a lawyer. Be a lawyer. You, uh, you would crush it. Thanks, pal. Yeah. All right. Uh, mommies, my twin sister. This is Jillian. <laughs> my twin sister. My twin sister, who I stole her name, uh, is going away to college, and I am not. We've been living together since we were womb mates. Oh, I love it. Love the play on words. Wow. Love it. Love Jillian, it, Jillian. That's fucking great. Okay. Womb mates, and she's going all the way to New York City, currently living in Detroit. So this is definitely an upgrade. Mm -hmm. uh, although I love Detroit. Yeah. Uh, how am I supposed to not jump in front of a train? Oh, wow. I'm going to be all alone. P.S. Don't spin. Do, oh, do a spin for your daughters. Best spin only. What does that mean? I do not know, but I think that. Yes, do a spin been, for your daughters. Maybe a mini stroke only. that just got occurred. Okay, uh, <laughs> not sure what that what, what the spin means, but um, she left today, and I cried three times already. Uh, that's very sweet. That's sweet. Well, being somebody who's away from our families a lot, I will say that FaceTime's a game changer. Like I think about like how people did it before technology caught up yeah. and helped you to connect with family. Um, so I would say like, I mean, you're still able to keep in touch pretty well. I know it's a big change. It's different being uh, together and all that, but you're really able to really connect with people and see people a lot and talk a lot. Yeah. You just have to make the time for it, you know, and you guys, that's going to be the big thing. Are right? you going to be on different schedules, different things? Um, and we always talk about life, you know, it's, it changes. So you got to roll with it. Does, it. Yeah. Right? I mean, what's your choice here? You're not going to throw yourself in front of a train. Like you're going to yeah. go ahead and be now distant, uh, you know, distant Jillian and whatever. What's the other person's name? They didn't give the name. No. Jillian M. Twin. Yeah, that's got to be hard because my, my niece and nephew just did that. My uh, sister, you know, I'm an uncle to 17-year-old twins, and they just went to two different colleges. Oh, and this wow. This is the first time they're apart from each other, and they FaceTime every night and that's, talk all yeah. the time. That's yeah, the thing. Brother, they, everybody's got FaceTime. Yeah. So, our, you know, even, like, my kids, we grew up where, like, Dick Tracy had that wristwatch, and you think, oh, my God, that is so cool. Yeah. That's real. Yeah, for sure. It's real, and... Kids grow up with it, and they don't care. Yeah. They don't care. FaceTime is something. But, I mean, yeah, you got FaceTime. You got all the means of communication to yeah. keep in touch. You also have social media where you could see what your people are up to and feel the experiences that they feel them. When, yeah. when Instagram is used in a good way, meaning, like, when somebody's putting up their stuff or real-life moments that they like, and, like, it's like, oh, I went to the pep rally, blah, 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 and they're putting up. You yeah. see your, you know, your twin enjoying these moments, yeah. and you get, like, a feel for what they're going through. That is really, really awesome. Like, I, I feel connection with some people now. Like, I don't get to talk to, I don't talk to the boys as much as I did because I'm not with them. I used to be with them every day, right? Sure, to think yeah. about that, right? So now, like, to see, like, Murr's Instagram and stuff and see what he's going, like, and then then to talk to him on top of it. Right. Like, we don't talk all the time as we used to. We used to see each other and talk to each other every day, all of, of us, you know? But to be, like, connected in that kind of way and see each other's, like, journey and stuff, like, he'll say stuff to me about, like, you know, sorry your dog died or whatnot. Like, they know, right, like, right, you yeah. still keep in touch because you use it in that way. I think there's a real powerful way for social media to be used for good there. It always gets it gets painted in the bad light, and more often than not, it's it's probably right. But I think a lot of it is could be used for good to just really keep tabs on what your friends are doing. And yeah, but you also have the confidence in this bedrock of a of a um, of a relationship. Of course, it's like especially with the twin here, right? Like nobody knows you like that twin. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, to to say roommates okay. and you like literally roommates. grow up and share every second together. It's I'm like, jealous of that pun. That's a good pun. It is a really good pun. Yeah. Yeah. Roommates. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think you and I could pass for twins? No. No. But now look. Remember how I made you think it was Gillian? Do you think I could go out tonight with me and you and find somebody that doesn't know us and be like we're twins and really convince them? No. You don't think so. I mean, I could say I our parents are Italian and uh, Italian and Asian, right? I'm the more Asian one, right? You're the more Italian, I'm more yeah. Italian one. Yeah, I don't know. You my, got a little. Our bit mom of, was really athletic, and I'm the athletic one, right? And you were. I mean, not. because right, like I could be the. I, that was an unnecessary dig. 
<laughs> right? <laughs> right? Like, what? What, the, what sparked that? Are you harboring something? Do we need to talk for a second? <laughs> oh, I do not want to like, be your roommate. I, gotta do <laughs> I am moving out. I'll tell you, I've never seen anybody with better Jedi mind tricks. Yeah. If I put a hundred bucks down, yeah. there's a 90% chance I'm losing that hundred yeah. bucks. <laughs> I mean, there's a 10% chance I win. I think I we win. should try that. That would be kind of fun. I would not be surprised if you could convince you just convinced me the Gillian Jillian thing. Yeah, yeah. you are really good because you just don't you don't care. You'd have to come along for the ride, though, and you can't laugh. That's going to be the problem. I would do it. You keep straight face. I keep a straight face. Yeah, we'll try it. Yeah, we'll get back to everybody. Okay, I think we should try. Do it you think point. you could do it? I don't know with the right person. That's quite the challenge. That is that is a tough one. Yeah, we both one. have a a pretty good uh, forehead. I look so older than you, though. I look older than you. Well, I got the Asian skin. That's so nice. See, you're already playing the game. Yeah. You take after mom I that way. To rub you the take after mom that it. way. <laughs> I love it. Oh, this one takes after mom that way. Oh, God. Do you remember when we went to Niagara Falls? Oh, <laughs> so great. Oh, man. This guy, he got left at Kresge's. Well, he, he, he left me on the American side. He went to the Canadian, the Canadian side. side. Well, that's where dad wanted to go. Dad yeah. wanted to go to that side. And mom, they were fighting that day at vacation we're fights. See, we're bringing it all in. We just used this episode. Look at this. Do you think. <laughs> do you think you can do that? Do you oh, think you could do hard. that? Seeing it. Oh, that's Do you tough. think you could do that? That's tough. We're twins. Also, by the way, the nose was really accentuated on me here. Who do, do you <laughs> think that they exaggerated? That they, they just like color grafted it. What are you saying? <laughs> I, I don't think that they I don't think that they accentuated the nose. You think they did? No. You're right. They didn't. I maybe great. I want to in my mind. Everything's symmetrical on you. They you didn't great. do something here. You're not this much. Yeah, I, yeah, they did a little. They pulled. They pulled. They got pulled. Yeah, I definitely look a lot more. Uh, I look like a uh, a Samsung CEO in that picture. Yeah. Please welcome to the stage for his keynote speech. <laughs> uh, Fourth quarter, we need to up, bump up our sales here. <laughs> We're getting beat by the iPhone again. All right, next one. Much respect, everybody. Okay, here we go. That was. Uh, so we're we're good on. Okay. Yeah. We're good on that one. I okay. We did good there. Okay. Wait, is this up top or ask here is up or down? Uh, bottom. Bottom. Okay. Hi, mamas from Kelly. Oldest daughter Kelly here. This question is a bit serious, so oh. please take the time to really dig deep. It's been bothering me for quite some time, and I really need your help to solve it. Joe, did you ever figure out the song that talks about getting an erection you spoke about on a previous episode? <laughs> Thank you. Love you, Kelly. I know the song. You do. Do you know the song? Yeah. By Next? Mm hmm Too Close? Is too that what close. it's called? Too, too close. close. Oh, you're dancing too, too close. close. Make it real yes. good. And baby, it make it hard for me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's it. Too Close by Next. I love that I song. think we remembered it as soon as we stopped hitting record, right? We remembered it. We didn't even look it up. We remembered it. Yeah. He goes, man, I'm getting so hard right now. That's how it starts. Right? Like, right? It's just a, ver it's just a yeah. sentence. Yeah. But we had heard this version, but I had never heard that part of the yeah. song. And it was like, wow, out of the gate. Yeah, he comes out hot. Yeah. Just sucker punching yeah. you. And he makes it I mean, her fault. <laughs> He's like, she, you're making you it hard for me. too close. You're making it hard for me. <laughs> just sing that to my sister. <laughs> just sing that in the back seat of the Buick LeSabre. <laughs> You <laughs> it's fucking nuts. I love that. It's amazing the tunes we grew up with. Oh. I remember like driving to church on Sunday. Yeah. And listen to Casey Kasem's Top 40. Uh huh. Yeah. And 
hearing like poison, do me, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. like uh, too close. Yeah. All these songs, all just like ones. oh my god, my. And parents it's so funny, are people are like that. Like now, a uh, WAP comes out, right? From uh, you know, yeah. right? Nicki Minaj is that her, or is it? I think it's Nicki, right? Is it Lizzo? No, Lizzo. Or, Lizzo's uh, Cardi B. Cardi B. Cardi B. Cardi B. Yeah, Cardi, Cardi B. B. Yeah. So Cardi B comes out with that, and right, we're like. <gasps> People clutching their clutching their pearls. Meanwhile, yeah. I'm telling my sister I'm hard singing to her last in the backseat of the saber when I'm twelve years old. Like, what the fuck? You're like, you making know, it hard for me. me. Right, you know? And your mom's just driving <laughs> the stage back, like, oh God, please. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's like a family sing along, like with a Smith family Robinson in our van <laughs> singing to me, baby. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> So bad. So bad. But even like on our way to Apple picking. <laughs> <laughs> Apple bottom jeans. <laughs> we were driving and and uh watermelon sugar high comes on. Uh-huh. And then I'd read about what that song means. Do you know what that yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, oh my god. God, my daughter's singing, singing this, it. My yeah. wife's singing this. My son's singing this. Yeah, I'll give you. I'll, I'll give you this. Huh? I'll give you to the window, to the wall, till the sweat drips down my balls. <laughs> Why are you like the town crier? <laughs> That's what he's doing. That's what he's saying. <laughs> oh, skeet, skeet, motherfucker! <laughs> is what he's yelling into a microphone. It's a multi-million platinum award winner. The guy built his own home. He built a wing of his home because he's yelling about skeet, skeet, motherfucker. What are we going to say here? Let me think about it. I got it. Skeet, skeet, motherfucker. Oh, skeet, skeet. God damn. Like that. That is. I remember one time I went, I was with Roy Wood Jr. And I pressed a water fountain at the airport yeah. and it. You know, sometimes it, it comes out in a dribble, and then other times it, it shoots out, you yeah. in the, This thing shot me in the face, and Roy Wood goes, skeet, skeet. <laughs> <laughs> I was tearing. Love him. Oh, God. So good. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing better than being in a car with you knowing a song is hitting that... that that is so close to you. Yeah, that's my favorite. One of my one of my favorite things. Whenever we did long road trips with the boys, me and Sal, whenever the radio yeah. was on, I would always remix the words, and I'm pretty good and pretty quick on my feet. Yeah. to make it just like filthy or just like stupid or whatever, and I would come up with these things, and he would just be crying, <laughs> laughing, and the more he laughed, he would enjoy it. He would love it, love it so much. Yeah, polar opposite cue. He hated when I no did it. really he hated. He would just be like, "Shut up, you're so stupid." He never took to it, but I would yeah. just go, 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 and when Sal. Started Thought it's like and Q would always sleep in the in the sprinters or whatever. Like he would always sleep. Yeah, and he, I would just be going off right and doing it. And eventually, probably about three years in, he finally turned and started to enjoy it. Oh, <laughs> but it took really? like three it years to long? do it. Yeah, because I remember the first time I was singing. Um, um, all the little kids with their pumped, pumped up, up kicks, kicks gonna run. Yeah, right. So, I, I and Q is sitting in the back and he's got his hat on, whatever. And I started singing, and I was like, "All the little kids with their little small dicks" or something like that. I was singing whatever, yeah. and then Q was just sitting in the back and he just you and he just little, has the head on and he yeah. goes. Gotta run, gotta run. He didn't even open his <laughs> eyes. And he just had his hat on. And I was like, I got him. I finally got him. him. He just said, I got you. It was great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. It was so funny how much he hated it. And Sal just loved it so much. What's your go to road trip, first tune, crank this, pull another driveway? Oh, I mean, you got, if you want to start really strong, you go with the umbop, right? 
Umbop is what I hit. I hit it hard coming out of the driveway, and you know you put the every window down, sunroofs open, and I'm just umbopping like a motherfucker, just getting my umbop on because you don't anyone could sing it because yeah. it depends who's in the car, right? Yeah. Everybody could sing umbop, yeah, and it does have a real tail to it. The words, <laughs> what? the words have heart. I've never listened to oh, it that. If you look at the lyrics, it's going to change your mind on umbop. What's the story? It tells you about, like, not everyone's going to be in your life the whole time. Like, you know, it's just, you know, well, so who's going to really up. care? He's like, uh, uh, well, they still care. It's like one of the lines. is like, don't worry about this one person. If they don't care about you, you don't know. Well, they still care. And it's really deep. But then you get lost in the, mm, bop, stop, bop, do, do, boo, bop. <laughs> but you forget about, will they care? And it's a really strong message. I suggest looking at the lyrics. I've never took a deep dive on Mbop. That's most, really what it's Most about? people haven't, yeah. It's like a, a C'est La Vie. Yeah. It's like all these friends in your life, uh, you know, struggling with pain and strife. Right. And then like when you, will will they be there? Oh, uh, will they still care? But Right, and then you get lost in Mbops. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. The the Hanson brothers you, were deep. You sang it like with so, so much sincerity. <laughs> like, like, will you still care? You're walking will me you off the still- bridge. <laughs> I don't know if you'll still care. Imagine if a girl left yeah. a guy, he's on the San Francisco Bridge, and you start reading the lyrics to Mbop. I'm like, life suffering, pain and strife. You know, this is the way of life. Who's going to be there? Mbop. 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 You're right. I'm like, I'm, like the words, the words are great. The message is great. You just have to get through the chorus, right? Like, I'm just like, I can't remember the words unless I sing the whole song, right? It's like when you say the alphabet, I can't start from L. Like, I don't know what's next, yeah. right? I have to be like, ABC, okay. Like, it's the same thing, right? Like, I have to be like, oh, you know, life is tough again, pain and strife, and and then you know, will they still be there? Yeah, let me look it up. You have to look up the lyrics. Okay, I, I, it, you, it's gonna really because they were also children, and you felt like it was just like a fun bop. Yeah, but that okay. Read, read the read the lyrics there. Ooh 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 ooh. Yeah, you, that, you can leave that part okay. out. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it starts. Okay, you ready? You you are right. Go ahead. I'm reading this now. I, I don't read, this read song it in the sing- and don't read it in the uh, in the tunage. Read yeah. it as if you're reading just uh, okay, an ready? excerpt. Yeah. You have so many relationships in this life. Only one or two will last. You go through all the pain and strife. Then you turn your back, and they're gone so fast. Ah. Okay. Uh, oh, so hold on to the ones who really care. In the end, they'll be the ones there. And when you get old and start losing your hair, can you tell me who will still care? Can you tell me who will still care? <laughs> plant a seed, plant a flower, plant a rose. You can plant any of those. Keep planning to find out which one grows. It's a secret no one knows. It's a secret no, no one, one knows. knows. Dude. What'd I tell you? Right? Mind blown. And all I'm going to say is wow. Cheryl Mbop. Yeah, there we go. All right. Another episode. <laughs> another episode. Dude, cool mom. Thank you so Dude, much, that was everyone. Awesome. Yeah. See? They learned something new. There you go. These two cool mommies love you. So show us some love. Please rate us, review us, follow us on all social media, and subscribe to our YouTube.